Hey, this is Ashlyn, former co-host of the Top 10 Recovery Podcast, The Betrayed, the Addicted, and the Expert. I have had my challenges, but I am also living proof that joy is possible, even when life does not go as planned. I'm excited to share with you real examples of living a life full of adventure, true healing, and freedom, no matter how messy life gets. Each episode, I will introduce you to someone I love and respect to talk about ways to be the buffalo and to face your storms in different areas of life. I'm here today with my daughter, Lucy. She's 14 years old, and we're talking about something she just learned about in therapy today, which is the drama triangle. (laughs) Uh, First off, Lucy, who are you? Can you tell us a little about, about yourself? Um, well, I'm obviously your daughter. (laughs) Lovely. Um, I like to read. Um, I like to doodle and, um, you sing our favorite thing to do in the car and sing um, loud, mm -hmm. sing proud. And, um, I like to learn about history and stand up for what I think is right. So I could tell you many stories of Lucy using her voice and standing up for what she believes in. I'm pretty sure Lucy's core value is justice one of them because she definitely uses her voice. Okay. So Lucy, you know, when we go to therapy, she sees JR at auto recovery. She's loving how he shows up as a therapist and tell me why you love him. Well, he's not like other therapists. He doesn't say you're going to be okay. Or I know what it's like, or it's okay. Unless I'm like ranting onto him and I'm like, I'm sorry. And he's like, it's okay. (laughs) Um, But um, it's just super nice because, you know, we, we all haven't been through what we like. I will never know what it's like to be in your shoes. And I will never know what it's like to be in your shoes. Yeah. So So we can try to empathize, but we will never understand. And so I love that that's something that really stands out for you with him. Another thing you've told me is that he's really good at teaching you skills and therapy tools. Yeah. He's taught me about, um, Hinduism and, um, the drama triangle, which is, um, a really interesting topic and we all do it. So we all do it. And, um, you've done ART accelerated resolution therapy with him as well. Mm -hmm. It's helped a lot actually. Yeah. So Lucy's pretty incredible. If you've followed along, um, with me, you know, that Lucy's pretty incredible. She has used her voice from a very young age and, uh, has always wanted to give back and to help other people. And so I just said, let's just do a really quick podcast so that you can share some of that with other people. So what the heck is the drama triangle? Let's name it Lucy. So there is a victim. Then there is the rescuer. And then there is the persecutor. Okay. So how do we show up? I mean, those are pretty self-explanatory, but let's say I'm a kid. Let's say I've never done therapy. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. What does it mean if I feel victim? Give me an example. Well, you are victimized every day. It doesn't matter if it's a tiny little thing or if it's huge. We all have something super dramatic inside of us deep down, but... (laughs) our outside selves just don't let us get it through. And so let's say I wanted a sandwich and I got mustard. I don't like mustard. I hate mustard. I was victimized and the um, persecutor 
would be the mustard on my sandwich. And um, it could be small or huge. Still doesn't matter. I was a victim of that. (laughs) So we can make it a big deal and get mad at the sandwich (laughs) or we can step out of the victim role. Mm -hmm. And, um, or we could use the temporary rescuer. Um, So what does that look like? The temporary rescuer is like something that could temporarily help you like step out of the victim mode. It can, you can read, you can watch a TV show, you can eat. It's really anything that can numb your feelings and to make you realize that like you're not in victim mode. Like it's distracting you from literally just being victimized. Okay. So can the rescuer be a good thing or a bad thing? It can be both. Okay. So that's tricky. So maybe as we start to talk about this, you might feel a little bit of like, Oh, uncomfortable. Cause I hear me getting called out, but you also might hear some like oh, relief. There's some verbiage to what I'm doing and how I'm showing up. Right now there's relief and understanding and knowledge. Knowledge is power. So how do we use Um, I would say it's kind of that self-soothing when we rescue ourselves from feeling, we maybe run away from the uncomfortable feelings that we might have. So we're going to use the mustard on the sandwich. I really don't like mustard. And so for me to go and say, I feel so much discomfort having to eat this sandwich with mustard on it. Maybe I jump on my phone. This is classic. We're all doing this. You go on social media and you numb out. And we scroll and we scroll and we watch reel after reel after reel after reel. And then we look at the time and realize, where did the time go? Is that rescuing? It's distracting you from what's really going on. It's distracting you from life itself. And um, it's not reels aren't really real life unless they're teaching you a lesson but even Very then like yeah we can put out good content but if we are running from your feelings. feelings then it's it is a form of numb but also that rescuing i really liked the way that you explained that um so how can we rescue ourselves in healthy ways when we're in that situation well i would say you take yourself out of victim mode and you would do self care you can do you can forget about the persecutor if it's a small thing or you can get rid of the persecutor. Like if I got a sandwich with mustard on it, then I can make a new sandwich, you know, give the sandwich to someone else with mustard on it. I like it. And um, if it was a big thing, like if someone was like teasing me or bullying me, I could just say, I don't like that. You know, I personally don't think that you should bully me or like ridicule or you know, judge and maybe it can make it worse. Maybe it can make it a bit better, you know, but it's still getting your feelings out of the way. I like it. So it sounds like, um, if someone else is involved, it kind of takes out some of that control from us, but not really because you can still step out of victim by self-soothing in healthy ways, our self-care. So if we don't have that list of what things make me feel good and bring me up when we are feeling drained, um, we need to make it. So, uh, making that list is important. I know that you have a list of things that fill you up, Lucy. Um, I 
I know when I was your age at 14, I had things that filled me up. Was I conscious and intentional about it? No. Did I watch a lot of say by the bell? Yes, because that was easy. And that was escaping life. That was escaping, you know, come home from school, eat two bowls of cereal, watch three or four episodes of say by the bell. That was my routine. And, um, had I been more conscious, maybe I would show up a little different, maybe not every day, but a little different. So when we're not in control, maybe somebody else is the persecutor. Um, you're saying to set boundaries, to use your voice and to stand up for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it may not change the situation. What if they keep coming after me? I can do something else. Right. If we try something and use our voice and it doesn't work, do we just give up? No, we keep trying. Right. So one way I know I've seen you show up in this is you have been bullied and you have been, um, you've been one to step in when two boys are fighting and break up a fight. Um, a girl breaking up a fight with boys. It's pretty brave. Not usual, (laughs) not the norm. Uh, she did get suspended for that. Um, but we also gave her a pat on the back for standing up for what she believes in, which is people <laughs> and justice and making sure that people are taken care of. And um, so when people don't change in the past, you have used your voice to tell an adult, right? So you can tell the person and if they cannot, you know, Adhere, <laughs> they cannot, they're not choosing to live in your boundary. We ask for outside help. So I'm an adult. I can't go to another adult and be like, help me, help me. But I can, I can go to a therapist. I can seek a support group. I can get the law enforcement involved. If I'm not safe, there's plenty of things that I can still do as an adult to step out of victim. Okay. Lucy, how hmm. else does it show up? Any other ways you want to share? The drama triangle? Um, in between um, rescuer and um, uh, I just lost my train of thought. The victim, sorry. Okay. Um, it's hearing justification. It's just hearing yourself out. It's because when you're in a fight and you get defensive all of a sudden about something so little, it's because you want justification to prove that maybe you were assuming or maybe you saw it wrong. Mm. And um, that just helps us. And um, I think everyone's done that before. I and- never do it, Lucy. Just kidding. I do it all the time. Yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, after that, it's actions. And if maybe I pushed my mom, then she would push me back with thinking like, you know, she wouldn't maybe think about it fully, but she would push me back as a reaction. Mm. And that's pretty much it. Okay. So how do I recognize if I'm playing one of these roles in my own life, maybe a scenario where maybe I'm the persecutor or maybe I am the victim, um, so or rescuing. So what I would say is that there's no labels. I'm my therapist taught me that JR. He there's no labels. Labels 
aren't fun. I don't, yeah. I believe that. <laughs> and there, there's mostly just, it's like what you think is the persecutor, not who you think is the persecutor. So if I were to say, oh, my mom's the persecutor of me not feeling good or like something. No, I would say it's her attitude or her negative energy or something because that is the persecutor. And if I could tell her your negative energy is affecting my good energy, then maybe she could do calm some self-care. Yeah, calm it down. <laughs> maybe I could leave chill. for a moment. <laughs> Daddy, chill. But um, did you know someone told me that yesterday? I will not name names, but uh, he said negative, your negative energy is affecting my mood. And I was like, so that's a perfect way of stepping out mm-hmm. of blame and shame because you're not telling me I'm the problem, right? Mm-hmm. You're saying, Hey, your behavior is affecting me. But the persecutor can also be something that you don't really have control of. It could be something you're in control of or not. And for me today, my persecutor is fasting for ketamine treatments. Ugh, because I'm so sorry. <laughs> fasting is not my strong suit because I am so tempted by literally everything. And um and you're ha- you're fasting like three times a week right mm-hmm. now because you're doing these ketamine treatments. <laughs> my which my, have been great, but yeah, if you eat, you get very nauseous. Yeah. So my persecutor today would be fasting, but I would be the victim of fasting because I am so hungry that I'm like shutting down, but it's also helping because these ketamine treatments are literally just like making me so much happier. And, you know, it's really affecting my mood and it's been helping my joints too, which is really nice because I have grandma joints. If some of you did not know, because this lady's dad passed it down to me. Sorry. Anyways, uh, Lucy, I love you. I love Lucy. She is wise beyond years. And I, I love that JR taught you this because you're teaching it to me in a new way, which is to just it, to be more conscious, mm-hmm. right? Of how we are showing up and how the people around us are showing up. We can always, always, always choose ourselves and take ourselves out of the situation and change the people around us without changing people around us, if that makes sense. So just change your energy, change your location. Um, Those are the things we can control the way we respond rather than react, Um, pulling ourselves out of victim mode by choosing self-care. I forgot to ask you, what are your, some of your self-care? My self-care is reading my favorite series, the hunger games. Cause I have some serious issues. Um, <laughs> you have issues. We've all I read it. it. I read it too often though. So I read the hunger game series in one day for all of you that didn't know. <laughs> I didn't even know that it, yeah. it's, it's bad. Um, she's a great reader baking. I love baking. Yeah. We baked cookies yesterday. It's my heart and soul. Um, you love singing I, piano. Mm-hmm. I, it's weird. I listen by ear and somehow can play it like 30 minutes tops. Um, but I, what really, I really love doing is skating and spending time with my friends because spending time with my friends just like fills me up because it's like people that love and understand and people that I can laugh with. Same with my family. And have you learned that some friends 
don't always bring you up oh, and yeah. that some can bring you down. Oh yeah. Some of my friends actually kind of suck. I know it's hard when that happens. Right. And you have to maybe distance yourself from hanging out or from maybe moving from a best friend to a friend. friend. <laughs> yeah. An adequate friend. <laughs> you are an adequate friend. That's how I'm going to rate my friends now. Oh my best friend, a good friend, adequate friend and mm, acquaintance. <laughs> And no more. You were in for a season. We're on a new season. You're not in it. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I love you. I love you. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. We'll have you back when we want to, um, we're going to do an episode on ketamine so that you can share your experience and um, give some education for those who are interested in it. Um, can I just say something like yeah, ketamine treatment? would work for literally anyone, even no experience with trauma. It, oh, we can't say that. We don't know that. <laughs> if you don't have any trauma or like PTSD, totally fine because ketamine brings you up in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, wait, do you want to share your most recent be the Buffalo moment? Something hard that you faced and been the Buffalo? Um, I, re- which one? What's the one you want to share? I don't know. You want me to share it, but uh, which one? I don't know. You got to tell the uh, world something that you feel you don't need to be so vulnerable, but it, you can share one. Um, I went to the CJC recently because which is what uh, the Children's Justice Center, which helps with uh, family abuse, abuse in general, sexual harassment, pretty much anything <laughs> you can think of. And um when I was at school before school ended, um, I was walking with an acquaintance, an adequate friend. And um, <laughs> uh, I was talking with him about the last day of school and he came up and kissed me right on the face without consent. Ladies out there, if someone kisses you without consent, like. Use your voice. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I walked away and he kept touching me and I did not like touch because I don't like touch. And so uh, I told my uh, vice principal and um, currently we're figuring that out right now. Like I'm now going to start doing like, what are they called? It's a teenager girls support group for girls who've been sexually assaulted, harassed, or abused. Mm -hmm. And it's a believe a 12 week program that you can come and go at the CJC and just learn skills and be with people that you feel like understand. Yes. And so, (laughs) um, her dad and myself will be attending that with her, depending on what week we get to be with her. And so I'll get to be experiencing it along with her, um, which is interesting because they asked for my history with sexual assault and abuse as well. Um, because it's usually generational. So unfortunately, yeah. Um, I've, that's what my trauma work has been through is sexual assault. So, um, unfortunately we're still in it. We're still in that cycle, but the difference is I have a daughter who uses her voice. I didn't use my voice and um, I'll use it for you. She's using it for her and for me too. And there, there comes consequences with using your voice and, uh, being the Buffalo in that storm, Lucy. And, um, she got a lot of backlash from girls and boys at school because this boy was suspended 
and um, the state is now involved in, in this. And it's not this huge thing, but it was for her, it, it was a big deal. It was traumatic to not have consent and to, um, to push when she did not want it. And so we will always honor um, her voice and her needs and get her the help that she needs. Um, and I love it for you because even when there's backlash, you still use your voice and you still stand up for what is right. And uh, the, I know that we were saying, you know, this, we, it's not that we want this boy to be punished so much as we want him to understand that it's not okay. It's not okay. And we don't want him to grow up and be a giant douchebag. We want him to grow up and honor women and to be asking for consent rather than the opposite. Just doing whatever. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say for all of you out there, if you have, if you've been harassed or anything like that, just reach out to me or my mom and I were totally willing to help you give you that voice, help you get through that situation because I've been there. My mom's been there. A lot of people have been there and we're all here for you. And unfortunately, I think that me too movement is so many women. I don't even know the statistics on it, but there's a lot of us. And so, yeah, be, be more like Lucy. That's my, I told her today, (laughs) I want to be more like you today. And, um, that's the truth. So thank you, Lucy. You're the best. Go fight win. Thanks for being here with me today whether I was with you doing your dishes while you got ready or driving in your car. If you found a nugget in this episode, please take 30 seconds. You can click on the link below in the show notes and leave me a quick review over on iTunes, or you can share on social media or shoot me an email. It offers me your support without you having to spend a dime or much of your time. Until next time, be the buffalo.